Hello, it's AJ, and welcome to the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumours from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. Last week we watched the original Turner and Hooch movie before the TV series started this past week. That episode, along with all previous episodes, are available now on all major podcasting platforms, including whichever one you're listening on right now. And for this past week's movie, we've returned to our MCU series for The Avengers. I'll get back to that movie a little bit later in the show, but how's everyone been doing this past week? It's been a very hot week here in the UK. I know I said that last weekend, however, I've got the fan back on me again, and I feel as if I've had fans on me all week. I usually have a desk fan anyway that I have on my desk when I'm at work. However, I've got a little hand fan that folds down into a desk fan as well, and I've also had that on me, and I've also had like two fans on me at night, and yeah, we don't really have air conditioning or anything like that in the UK, and it's the only way I've been able to keep cool, but uh, we also have been able to go in the pool a couple of evenings this past week after work, which has been really nice to be able to do as well. It's uh, nice to be able to have the summer weather here i'm not complaining about the heat not by any means it is just very very warm like i say a really wet heat rather than that dry sort of heat but uh no it's been it's been really nice we actually went shopping yesterday as well i'm recording this on sunday as i I do try to do nowadays um but yeah we went shopping yesterday at one of our local outlet malls and it was a quite nice day it was actually probably one of the cooler days actually but we went, just got some essentials. I needed some new, like, daily shoes because my, like, trainers that I wear were falling apart. Or should I say, they had already fallen apart and they were living on CPR. So, uh, yeah, they were really, really in a bad shape. But I've got some new ones now, so that's a lot better. Whilst we were at the shopping centre, though, they were doing this kind of, like, augmented reality superhero scavenger hunt. It's It's like this summer event that they've got going on. I posted some of the photos on it over on my Instagram, actually, if you want to go and check those out. But it was actually really interesting to be able to follow this trail that they'd got all around the like the shopping centre, where you just scan these posters and then you get the... Uh, it's like a statue that you can just place anywhere that you want on your screen and then you can move around it, take a photo, this, that and the other. And it was actually really quite interesting. So, uh, yeah, so go and check those photos out. Whilst we were there as well, they did have some members of the 501st Legion there, which is the Stormtrooper fan community. And it was really nice to be able to do that. And uh, all of the people were very friendly and they were able to stop and have photos. And what I found actually most interesting as well, and I didn't manage to get a photo of, of him actually, but there was someone dressed in the newer uh, kind of revitalised Boba Fett armour, and I really wish I'd have been able to get a photo of that, because that was really interesting to be able to see. I have been doing a couple of videos this past week at work. I think I'm going to try and do two this next week. Not to release two this next week, but more that I've got a week off coming up, and I kind of want to line it up so I can schedule some to be released whilst I'm off and things like that. And it's been very busy just generally at work. We have had a few people who've been off with COVID, unfortunately, so... It has been quite quiet in the office and also because the uh, restrictions here in the UK have lifted a little bit now. We have had some people who have got to go away on holiday and things like that. But uh, yeah, overall, it's just been a nice week just getting things done that needed doing. So uh, yeah, just getting on with things, counting down until I've got a week off in a couple of weeks time. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to some time off just to 
kind of chill out and not have to do anything in particular. And then only a couple of weeks after that, actually, we're away for a weekend at a wedding. So I'll in- I'll kind of inform you of that now and I'll more than likely forget beforehand. But uh, yeah, there will be an episode that I will be missing towards the end of August when I have to go away for a weekend. But I have already got the schedule lined up of what movies are going to be when and which movie that will be across like two weeks so uh, that should be all right and uh, hopefully you all don't mind me having just one weekend off eventually when i go eventually go go to florida hopefully next year now there will be a, a period of time where i will actually end up having three weekends off from doing the podcast and i haven't decided yet whether i'll take any time off over the christmas period i know people on like sorcerer radio usually take one to two weeks off over the christmas period and that may be something that i might decide to do yet i haven't decided i say it's all all still relatively new to me and i'm still getting used to bit used to like doing the podcasts every week and uh, i'm really enjoying doing it actually and i've enjoyed some of the the really nice feedback that i've been getting so thank you everyone who's been listening in anyway enough of my ramblings as as always Hopefully everyone else has had a good week. Drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. Plus, of course, is the word. Let me know how you've been doing. So what's been in the news this past week? So let's start where we started last week in last week's episode with some news about Black Widow. It's been reported that the Black Widow film at the box office, its numbers have dropped by 67% over last weekend. That's an absolutely huge number to be able to drop by. Many theatre companies are blaming Disney Plus's simultaneous release for the movie's poor performance at the box office, as many people may opt to watch the movie at home rather in the cinema. However, Disney's movie isn't the only one to suffer a large box office drop recently, as the latest Fast and the Furious movie, Fast and Furious 9, also suffered a similar 67% drop in its second weekend at the box office. So this may even just be a sign that people are still wanting to return to the box office, but maybe it's only a particular crowd or maybe regular cinema goers. I'm not quite sure, but it's it seems quite... Uh, coincidental let's say that two movies that aren't even from the same franchise from the same studio or anything like that but two different movies that have been released recently in theaters have both dropped by similar amounts it could just be a sign that whilst many are wanting to get back to the cinemas that it's not for everyone as of yet so uh, i'll be keeping an eye out on any more news on any films in the box office to see how things are performing what do you think though let me know over on social media or over in the sorcerer radio discord let me know why you think that these numbers are dropping so drastically week on week is it that people are wanting to get back to the cinema but maybe aren't quite maybe ready for it yet are you ready to be able to go back to the cinema or do you just not quite feel comfortable as of yet i know that i wouldn't feel comfortable as of yet so uh, let me know what are your thoughts on this over in the sorcerer radio discord or over on my socials and uh, i'll uh, maybe talk about it a little bit more in maybe next week's episode staying with the marvel studios news though deadline reported this last week that basim tariq I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly, is reportedly in talks to direct the new Blade Marvel Studios film. He's previously directed a drama Mogul Mowgli? I'm not even sure if I'm saying that correctly. I'm terrible, you know, with names and things. Uh, which was his kind of first major project. So it'll be interesting to see if they do bring this relatively uh, new or unknown director in to be able to develop this big franchise. So that'll be an interesting one. 
It was also reported this past week that actor Josh Serena will be making a jump from DC to Marvel. Josh previously played Adrian Chase, or Prometheus, on the DC TV series Arrow. The report that I read from Deadline said that he's now joined the Marvel She-Hulk series in an unknown role. This series is really rounding out with some great actors, so I'm really looking forward to seeing it brought to Disney Plus sometime next year. Variety reported this last week that Michaela Cole has joined the upcoming Black Panther sequel Wakanda Forever in an unknown role. She's previously worked on HBO's I May Destroy You and also on Star Wars The Last Jedi. This past week, Disney announced the upcoming release of the docuseries McCartney 321 in the UK. In the series, Paul McCartney sits down for a rare interview with the producer Rick Rubin to discuss his groundbreaking work with the Beatles, the 70s arena rock of Wings, and his 50 years and counting as a solo artist. In the six-episode series, this explores music and creativity in a unique manner. Join Paul and Rick for a conversation about songwriting, influences, and personal relationships that informed the iconic songs that have served as the soundtracks for our lives. The documentary series has already been released on Disney Plus in several other countries, including Australia and Canada, along with being released on Hulu in the US. It's unclear why the UK release was later than other countries, however it is coming soon. Disney announced this last week that the 20th animation series Bless the Hearts is coming soon to Disney Plus in the UK. The Hearts are a southern family, forever struggling to make ends meet. They hope to achieve the American dream, but they're already rich in friends, family and laughter. Jenny Hart is a single mother supporting their family, working as a waitress in the small town of Greenpoint. While Jenny is the head of her family, she's often at odds with or scheming with her lottery scratcher obsessed mother, Betty and her witty, creative daughter, Violet. Jenny's doting, eternal optimist boyfriend of 10 years, Wayne Edwards, is the love of her life and the surrogate father to Violet. He's a charming dreamer who may never hit the big time, but he's not going to give up on the fight. In the end, the hearts may not have much, but they may just have everything that they need. The first season, which consists of 10 episodes, will be released in the UK and Ireland on Wednesday the 11th of August. The first episode of the second season will also be released on the same day, with the episodes dropping weekly every Wednesday after that. There are a total of 24 episodes in the second season, however, that will be it for the series, as it was announced earlier this past year that there will be no further episodes following the end of the second season. And another cancelled series has also been announced to be added to Disney Plus in the UK, in the form of Mixedish, which as I spoke about recently was recently cancelled following its second season. Mixedish, of course, is a spin-off of, is it Grownish or Blackish? I can't remember which one it is. They're all part of the same shared universe or from the same producers anyway. The episodes for all of the series across both seasons will be released weekly in the UK starting from August 18th. This past week, Disney's 20th Century Studios released a trailer in the poster for the film The Last Jewel. The movie is described as a historical epic, a cinematic and thought-provoking drama set amidst the Hundred Year War that explores the ubiquitous power of men, the frailty of justice, and the strength and courage of one woman willing to stand alone in the service of truth. I actually watched the trailer this past week. It looks quite good. I'm not sure if it's something that I'll be fighting to see myself, but it may be something that I'll watch once it's available on home release. It's, I don't know, it, it, it surprised me when I saw some actors such as, I think, Matt Damon in the trailer and... Oh, what's his face from Star Wars? Adam Driver, that's it. No, it, it was interesting to be able to see 
some of these actors pop up in this trailer and I say it looks quite good if you're into the kind of uh, medieval knights and so on and so forth then you'd probably be really interested in this it's just not really something that I would usually watch The Last Jewel though is due to be released in theatres on October 15th 20th Century Studios also released a trailer and poster for the upcoming movie Vacation Friends. Vacation Friends is a raw and raunchy comedy. Straight-laced Marcus and Emily are befriended by wild, thrill-seeking partners Ron and Kayla at a resort in Mexico. Living in the moment, the usually level-headed couple lets loose to enjoy a week of uninhibited fun. And then following months after their walk on the wild side, Marcus and Emily are horrified when Ron and Kayla show up uninvited at their wedding creating chaos and proving that what happens on vacation doesn't necessarily stay on vacation. I actually watched the trailer earlier today and it does look really fun and really funny. I think that it may be one that my wife and I will probably watch on a movie night. And uh, yeah, it's, it's it's got John Cena in as well. We watched another film with John Cena in recently as well. What was it called? Blockers. That was actually funnier than I expected it to be, actually. But uh, no, it, it looks really fun, this. It's going to be released on Hulu in the US and star internationally on August 27th. It's also been reported this past week that 20th Television are in early development for a new series called Takeout on Hulu and Star. The new series will star Lana Condor as Iris, who struggles to balance her personal life with her restaurant job and her secret mission to destroy an evil crime syndicate determined to take over the city of New York. The series is described as a genre bender that takes a look at the modern-day relationship comedy, whilst also deconstructing one-dimensional tropes from martial arts pop culture. It actually sounds like quite an interesting premise, and I actually look forward to finding out more about this project as we uh, get more news. There's no release date scheduled for this yet, it's just in early development at the moment. And finally for this week, Disney have announced that they will not be attending the 10th annual CinemaCon event in Las Vegas this year. The event is where Hollywood studios meet the cinema owners to lay out their plans for future releases. At previous events, studios have flown executives and stars in for their presentations for their upcoming projects. Whilst it's a requirement that all of those attending CinemaCon 2021 have to be fully vaccinated against COVID, Disney feels that the threat of the Delta variant is too high for comfort and the safety of their employees, as there has actually been a spike in cases in the Clark County area where the event will be taking place. They've been monitoring the situation in Las Vegas for a while now and have been holding off on any final plans for several weeks. However, of course, they've now made their decision about what they'd like to do. I actually think it's a sensible move on Disney's part. If they don't feel safe and secure for their employees, then it's the right decision to be able to not attend the event, especially if there's any sort of risk involved where it could uh, make any of their employees ill. I know that even though I'm doubly vaccinated now and even many of my colleagues at work are doubly vaccinated now we've still had people off uh, with covid and still having symptoms from it just not suffering anywhere near as much as they may do of course if they hadn't have had the vaccine so anyway i'm rambling again now that seems to be it for this past week though is there anything that you are looking forward to from this past week's news drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the d plus club or of course over in the sorcerer radio discord so what's new and what's coming soon to disney plus for this next week well of course this last week we had new episodes of the bad batch the mysterious benedict society high school musical the musical the series monsters at work behind the attraction and the first episode of turner and hooch 
It's getting busy with the old schedule again for me, the things that I need to be able to watch before I start recording the podcast. Uh, I watched The Bad Batch actually only today, this morning actually, whilst I was getting the kids ready and this, that and the other. I uh, had The Bad Batch on in the background and I actually have to say I really enjoyed this episode. It didn't really progress the series forward or the story of the series forward. However, it was a very Sid-centric episode and I quite enjoyed that. I liked finding out more about this character and uh, yeah, I'm, I just really overall enjoyed where the episode took us. And I look forward to exploring some more of these uh, characters from the series in a little bit more detail. I would like to be able to concentrate on some of the main cast of characters a little bit more. I know at the end of the day, they're all clones, so they're very similar anyway. But they do have their own uh, kind of intricacies. And I, I do look forward to exploring those in a little bit more detail. As for High School Musical, the musical, the series, I actually watched that only about 30 minutes ago because I'm actually inputting this partway through me editing the podcast. This is future AJ again. Uh, But yeah, no, we really enjoyed this episode of High School Musical, the musical, the series, actually. The series is actually gearing up towards its final episode, which will be next week. Um, But yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. And it feels like some of these smaller storylines that, they were kind of scattering through some of the earlier episodes are kind of starting to pull together now i do feel as if that they've got to this point in the series kind of a little bit too quick although there's only so much that you can do of course with the time limitations but yeah i did actually really enjoy it so uh looking forward to seeing what happens next week as for behind the attraction though i am really really enjoying this series at the time of me recording this we've only watched the first three episodes so we'll probably watch the other two of this next week and of course there's five more episodes being released later this year as well but i'm really enjoying finding out some of the history and how they've updated and changed these attractions over time and how they've just evolved really with the times and the presenter the voiceover presenter has got such a brilliant energy and it's been edited very well as well of course because there's a lot of very good comedic timing involved in this so i I really i'm really enjoying the series as a whole so far and just finding out some more information about some of my favorite attractions uh, that are in the disney parks as well which is really interesting and it's making me want to go more and more to disneyland over in california as well it will we will eventually get there one day it's on my bucket list so uh we will eventually make our way over in that direction. As for Turner and Hooch, though, again, I absolutely loved this first episode and I'm really looking forward to seeing where this series takes us. As I spoke about a couple of weeks back, it may have even been last week, actually, where I spoke about the legacy of the original Turner and Hooch movie and how when we enter this series, uh, the original Scott Turner from the movie will have unfortunately passed away. And that uh, kind of storyline sits quite heavily in the episode as uh, the new Scott Turner, should we say, or his son, Scott Turner Jr. Anyway, however we want to refer to uh, Turner in this TV series, has inherited a hooch, or a newer hooch, from his father. And it's very good to be able to see how turner and hooch develop this relationship as even just as this first episode goes on and i'm sure that we'll see some more uh, slip-ups like i say as a series go on it's a 
at the end of the day, it's a Turner and Hooch project, and Turner and Hooch in the original movie didn't get on like the best of pals straight away. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see Hooch misbehaving a little bit as the series goes on. But it's nice to be able to see where they're taking the story of the series and developing this relationship, not only between Turner and Hooch, but also between Turner and some of the other characters in the series. So I'm really looking forward to being able to see where it takes us so i look forward to the next episode this next week though starting on wednesday we'll see new episodes of monsters at work turner and hooch as well as the first episode of turning the tables with robin roberts and chippendale's park life which i've spoken about previously as well we'll also see a new episode of the wonderful world of mickey mouse over in the u.s you'll see the addition of disney juniors tots season two and Critter County Vets Season 2. Whilst over in the UK on Wednesday, we'll see the addition of Amphibia Season 2, American Dad Season 17, Episode 4, White House Farm, and we'll also finally see the addition of Tim Allen's Last Man Standing, Seasons 1 through 8, and also Season 9, Episode 1. I know I said this a few weeks back, I am really looking forward to being able to jump back into and finish this series. I also hope that they release these episodes on iTunes. I know it sounds silly that they're being released on Disney+, Plus. why would I want them to be released on iTunes as well? Well, the answer to that question is I've bought all of the other ones on iTunes and I really want to complete my collection. <laughs> I know it sounds absolutely stupid, but... I feel like I've got an incomplete collection of box sets of this series and I really want to complete it even though I can watch it just included with my Disney Plus subscription but uh, yeah no that's that's what I also hope happens. I will be watching on Disney Plus though regardless and me and my wife are looking forward to being able to finish this series and also in the final season we'll be able to see the return of Tim Allen's Tim the Toolman Taylor from Home Improvement as well as the tool man makes a guest appearance in the series so i am loving that we're going to be able to finish this series off and uh, yeah only a few more days away until we can start watching more of those episodes on friday we'll see the premiere access uh, premiere <laughs> of disney's jungle cruise film starring Dwayne the rock johnson and emily blunt which actually had its own premiere at disneyland in california this last weekend You can actually watch a replay of the live stream of the premiere event over on the Walt Disney Studios website if you want, with interviews with many of the cast, behind-the-scenes information, as well as a little bit of history about the attraction which started it all. We'll also see new episodes of The Bad Batch, The Mysterious Benedict Society, and the season two finale of High School Musical The Musical The Series. In the US, you'll see the addition of the movie Garfield, Disney's Sydney to the Max season three, and National Geographic's Built for Mars, the Perseverance Rover. Whilst over in the UK, we'll see the addition of Summer of Soul, or When Revolution Could Not Be Televised, War of the Worlds Season 2, Episode 3, Love Victor Season 2, Episode 7, Grownish Season 3, Episode 14, Rebel Episode 10, which will actually also be the final episode, and The Gloaming Episode 8, which is also the first season finale. Uh, A second season of The Gloaming has actually already been ordered and is currently in production as well. In the UK, we'll also see the addition of the movies Hot Shots, Hot Shots Part 2, and National Geographic's Viking Warrior Women and Ultimate Viking Sword. And that seems to be about it for the new additions for this next week. What are you most looking forward to seeing the addition of this next week on Disney Plus? 
Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or of course over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, which you can find at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Well, now it's time for the weekly movie club. And as I mentioned earlier, this past week's movie has been Marvel's The Avengers. So if you've not seen The Avengers before, then this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show, watch the film, come back and then join us for the rest of the podcast. Now, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. Following his fall from Asgard, Loki encounters the Other, the leader of a race known as the Chitari. In exchange for retrieving the Tesseract, a powerful source of unknown potential energy, the Other promises Loki an army, which he can use to subjugate Earth. Back on Earth, Nick Fury, director of S.H.I.E.L.D., and his lieutenant, Agent Mara Hill, arrive at their remote research facility during an evacuation. This is actually the facility where Dr. Eric Selvig, who we last saw in the closing moments of Thor, is leading a research team experimenting on the Tesseract. Agent Coulson says that the object has begun radiating an unusual form of energy. The Tesseract suddenly activates and opens up a wormhole, which Loki uses to transport to Earth. Loki takes the Tesseract and uses his scepter to control Selvig and a number of other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, including Hawkeye, Clint Barton, to aid him in his getaway. In response to the attack, Nick Fury activates the Avengers Initiative. Agent Natasha Romanoff is called in the middle of her current assignment, which is actually a brilliant piece of choreography. She's asked to head to Kolkata to retrieve Bruce Banner, who believed he was actually in hiding. She'll hope Bruce can trace the Tesseract through its gamma radiation emissions. Fury approaches Steve Rogers with an assignment to retrieve the Tesseract once it's been found, and Coulson visits Tony Stark to have him check Selvig's research. Loki is found in Stuttgart, where he creates a distraction which allows Hawkeye to steal Iridium, which is needed to stabilise the Tesseract's power. This leads to a brief confrontation with Cap, Stark, and Romanoff that ends in Loki's surrender. Whilst Loki is escorted to S.H.I.E.L.D., Thor arrives on Earth and frees him, hoping to convince him to abandon his plan and return to Asgard. Stark and Cap confront Thor to convince him that Loki must answer his deeds on Earth. Loki is taken to S.H.I.E.L.D.'s flying aircraft carrier, the Helicarrier. Upon arrival, Loki is imprisoned, whilst Banner and Stark attempt to locate the Tesseract. The Avengers become divided over how to approach Loki, and also the revelation that S.H.I.E.L.D. plans to harness the Tesseract to develop weapons, much like Hydra once did. However, they aim to use it as a deterrent against hostile extraterrestrials. As the group argues, Hawkeye and Loki's other possessed agents attack the helicarrier, disabling one of its engines in the fight. During the attack, Banner is accidentally transformed into the Hulk and wreaks havoc on the helicarrier. Cap and Stark work to restart the damaged engine of the helicarrier, and Thor attempts to stop Hulk's rampage. Natasha reluctantly fights Barton and knocks him unconscious, which then breaks Loki's mind control. However, Loki escapes after sadly killing Agent Coulson and ejecting Thor from the airship. Hulk also falls to the ground after attacking a fighter jet in his rage. Fury uses Coulson's death to motivate the Avengers to work together as a team. Stark and Cap realise that for Loki, simply defeating them is not enough. He needs to overpower them to confirm in the eyes of the world that he is the ruler of Earth. Loki uses the Tesseract and a wormhole generator that Selvig built to open a wormhole above Stark Tower to the Chitauri fleet in deep space launching his invasion of Earth, starting with New York. Cap, Stark, Natasha, Hawkeye and Thor come together in defence of New York City. 
Banner arrives, a little bit late to the party, into the city to assist the other Avengers, where he then intentionally transforms into the Hulk. Together, the Avengers battle the Chitauri, whilst also evacuating civilians from the city. In the closing moments of the battle, Hulk beats Loki into submission inside Stark Tower, resulting in one of Hulk's most memorable lines in the MCU, calling Loki a puny god. Natasha makes her way to the generator, where Salvig, freed from Loki's mind control, reveals that Loki's scepter can shut down the generator. Whilst the invasion continues, Fury's superiors from the World Security Council attempt to end the invasion by launching a nuclear missile at Midtown Manhattan. In an attempt to save the city and the countless civilians still inside, Tony intercepts the missile and redirects it through the wormhole to the Chitauri fleet. The missile detonates, destroying the Tachari mothership and disabling all of the other Chitauri forces on Earth. However, in the process, Stark's suit loses power and he falls back through the wormhole just as Natasha is able to close it. Tony falls back to Earth. However, Hulk saves him from crashing into the ground. In the aftermath of the battle, Thor returns Loki and the Tesseract to Asgard, whilst Nick Fury expresses confidence that the Avengers will come back together if or when they are needed. Later, the other confers with his master about the failed attack on Earth, revealing Thanos as the real mastermind behind the attack. The Avengers was released on May 4th, 2012, and had a budget of $220 million, and made $1.519 billion following its release. The release of the Avengers also marked the end of Marvel's Phase 1 of Marvel films, which included Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and, of course, this film, The Avengers. Phase 2 would begin the following year, starting with Iron Man 3. In the UK, the movie's title was actually renamed Avengers Assemble to avoid confusion with the British TV series of the same name, as well as the 1998 film adaptation as well. This led to confusion over the film's actual title, as Empire Magazine reportedly revealed the film would be titled Marvel Avengers Assemble, other websites stated that it would be called Marvel's Avengers Assemble, and The Hollywood Reporter said that it would simply be called Avengers Assemble, and there was lots of confusion. Anyway, producer Kevin Feige said that there were only two words in the UK title, one more than the US title, and stated that decisions like this aren't made lightly, and that there are lots of market research, lawyers, and things like that to get into the mix with it, to make sure that they settle on the right title. And even though the title was changed for the UK, as many of people in the UK had seen the US trailers, and the US release, and all of the information about the Marvel's The Avengers film, it is still to this day by many people in the UK just referred to as The Avengers. So all of the renaming the film for this, that and the other actually led to absolutely nothing in the long run. As many parts of the film did not involve all of the cast, there were only a few times where everyone could be around at the same time. But on one of the nights when they were, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, sent everyone who was in the cast a big group text message reading, Assemble, prompting a night out on the town. Clark Gregg, who plays Agent Coulson, stated that this is his favourite text message that he has ever, ever received. Robert Downey Jr., who by this time was already known for ad-libbing throughout his Marvel projects, actually kept food hidden all over the lab set, and apparently nobody could find where any of this food was hidden, so they just let him continue doing it. In the movie, when he's offering food to Bruce and Steve in the lab, 
that's actual food he's offering and when he's eating he's actually eating it it wasn't scripted he was just feeling very hungry on that day apparently so it's nice to know that little things like that that work really well actually made it into the final cut of the film also a few of his other unscripted lines were let's just not come in tomorrow and and doth mother know that thou weareth the drapes were both actually unscripted lines and still made it into the final cut of the movie. And also Stark's line, that man is playing Gallagher when they're aboard the helicarrier, is also ad-libbed. And director Joss Whedon said that it worked so well, especially when they were on set, that he even decided to add a little image of the man playing Gallagher into the man's console when in the scene as a punchline for the joke. Although Downey wasn't the only one ad-libbing, as the Hulk bringing Iron Man back to consciousness by roaring at him was actually improvised by Mark Ruffalo during his motion capture in his performance on set. So it's nice to know that other things like that, that even though they're being motion captured at this time, that they're made into the final film as well, because it actually was a really good scene that to be able to kind of shock Tony back into life again. Chris Evans was reportedly unsure about his character's line, I understood that reference, because he was worried that it would make the audience think that his character was unintelligent. However, he was quickly comforted after he watched the movie with an audience, and he saw that they found the line humorous as opposed to stupid. Of course, this has then been adapted over time to be used as a gif for people to use on social media when talking about things that may have happened before they were born, or maybe in their early life. One scene which was apparently cut, though, was a scene where, during the final battle, Captain America saves an old man, trying to protect his grandchildren. He tells them, get them to cover. But as he walks away, the old man asks him, Cap, is that really you? He turns around, noting the man's World War II veteran pin, and trades salutes with him. As Captain America sprints away, the children ask their grandfather, Do you know him? And he replies, We all know him. According to the writer and director Joss Whedon, the original cut of the movie was just over three hours long. About 30 minutes of the extended footage are actually included in the Blu-ray, most of which revolves around Steve Rogers' Captain America struggling to adjust to the modern world. It was actually Joss Whedon who suggested to Marvel that there should be a bigger villain plotting behind the scenes, which enabled Loki to conquer Earth, and also that that someone should be the Mad Titan himself, Thanos. It's reported that the executive just rolled with it, and it was that smallest of plots that set up the larger MCU villain leading all the way through to the end of Phase 3 as part of the Infinity Saga. When filming the scene of Loki yelling at Hulk, Tom Hiddleston had a rope tied to his leg, and since Hulk is just CGI after all, when the rope was pulled it would appear that the Hulk had grabbed him. Tom knew that this was actually going to happen during his line of dialogue, but he didn't know when, so he couldn't actually anticipate when it was going to happen. To prepare for his role of Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner was trained actually by Olympic archers. Even though Renner is actually left-handed, is seen shooting right-handed in Thor, and both left and right-handed in the Avengers. In the final moments of the battle, when the missile is released over Manhattan, the pilot calls detonation in 2 minutes and 30 seconds. The sequence between then and the actual destination is exactly 2 minutes and 30 seconds of film time. As to why other members of the Avengers from the comics aren't included in this first Avengers film, Joss Whedon explained that two of the founding members, Ant-Man and the Wasp, were actually cut from the script because they had too many characters already. Also, screenwriters didn't actually want Ant-Man in the MCU until his solo movie was released. And in this week's episode of Spot Stan Lee, his character is seen interviewed about the Avengers saving Manhattan. He simply responds, Superheroes? In New York? 
giving a break, and then returns to his game of chess. So what did you think of the movie? I actually really enjoyed going back and watching The Avengers this past week. It's been maybe a year or more since I last watched it. I think it was actually maybe at the beginning of the first lockdown last year, actually. Me and my wife had a like complete MCU watch-a-thon where we watched every movie through the MCU series from the uh, f- the very first one released. Not the timeline order, but the very first one released all the way up until the... Uh, end of Avengers Endgame and uh, yeah we really enjoyed actually going back and watching it again this next week it actually made me consider maybe when I'm going to start introducing my son to the MCU films actually because I think he would really enjoy it he already likes some of the characters so he likes Spider-Man he likes Captain America when we're doing the uh, like superhero trail that I was talking about earlier, he actually was able to point out some of the superheroes that are featured. So I know these aren't uh, MCU, but he was able to point out people like Superman and Batman and things like that. So he, he understands the superheroes, but I just don't know when I should introduce it to him. He's, he's only what, six years old now, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm debating maybe that sometime this next year. Actually, only a few hours ago, me and my wife were talking about when we should introduce him to Star Wars, and I'm thinking we may even start watching the films with him. We may even start in a couple of weeks' time when I'm off. Maybe introduce him to... I'm thinking The Phantom Menace may be a good place to start for him, with him being as young as he is. It might be a good way to be able to follow the series and like introduce him to the character so he can follow them through from one through to nine uh so yeah uh, he, he he's really expressing an interest and he he, underst- he already understands some of the characters so he'll talk to me about r2d2 and bb8 and c3po and he knows who darth vader is and things like that and he also refers to grogu's baby yoda because his cousin does so yeah i'm thinking that it might be a good time to introduce him to that anyway i am getting off topic I, like I say, I was thinking about when I should maybe introduce him to the Marvel films, and that might be something that we also do later this year. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on social media for people to be able to share their comments. So let's see what you had to say. Andy over on Instagram sent me a DM saying, I am following the MCU for the first time along with your podcast, and I have to say that I really enjoyed this film. I especially liked the Battle of New York and how they were able to combine all of these different characters together onto the screen, and they really made it work very well. I also wanted to feature a comment from my wife, actually, from this past week. She doesn't know that I'm including this, but she really enjoys uh, any of the scenes involving Iron Man. And she really liked some of the like ad-lib moments. I actually pointed them out to her as we were watching the film. She sometimes hates me doing that, but she actually was really interested to find out which parts were Robert Downey Jr. just injecting some of his own humour into there as well. So yeah, she really enjoyed uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man in the film and also in the other films as well. And over in the Discord, the guys over there were talking about uh, not just the, the film in general, But they were also talking about the wider MCU, which I found quite interesting, and how uh, Agent Coulson then tied in going forward into the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. TV series, and how, if that is considered canon, or whether that's now part of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse, and so on and so forth. I know that Intimable and also Brandon watched the film this last week as well, and they really enjoyed it. Intimable has said that... uh, 
they're a, a really big fan of the MCU series and the Marvel uh, universe as a whole as well. So uh, thank you guys for taking part in that uh, conversation over there as well. As I said last week, there's no Diz His review this week as they continue their two-part episode with Imagineer Timmy Britt. So if you want to be able to check them out, remember you can catch them on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1pm and 8pm Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord or in any of my posts on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Also, if you'd like to leave me an audio comment on the movie, you can record one and send one over on my Anchor page at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club. Plus, of course, is the word plus. And also, if you're enjoying the show, you can now support us by donating a coffee. As I've said previously, I often record and edit my podcast between about 8pm and midnight, so I'm usually drinking coffee throughout that time to be able to stay awake. Although, admittedly, it's actually 9pm at the moment. I actually started recording the podcast a little bit earlier today whilst the, the kids were in the bath and they sat on the other getting ready for bed, so I thought I'd get a little bit of a head start on it. So I'm, I'm actually I'm at about 9 o'clock at the moment, so I've got about an, an hour's worth of editing just to be able to cut down all the, the breaths and this, that and the other, just to be able to make it sound like it runs a little bit smoother than it actually really does. But if you do want to be able to donate a coffee, you can do so at ko fi dot com forward slash the d plus club as for this next week's film though we'll be featuring the film honey i shrunk the kids until then though hopefully you have a good week thank you very much for tuning in this week and i hope you can tune in again next week have a great one everyone bye bye <laughs>